How are we doing? Good? All right. How's everybody out there in virtual reality? Um, let's start from prayer. I need to pray. I need to pray. All right. God, thank you for worship. God, I thank you that thank you that you're so awesome. I thank you that uh, you love us. You want to spend time with us. Um, you want to help us. You want to guide us. You want to direct us. You want to comfort us. Um, you're, you're a good father. Um, God, I just pray that you will uh, just speak to us in this next, this next uh, little bit. And um, yeah, just help, just help us to listen. Just help us to be quiet and listen. We love you in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. So, uh, kind of where we're going to go this morning is uh, <laughs> when it, the title is called When It Hits the Fan. And you know, I'm talking about poop. <laughs> when it hits the fan. But uh, we're going to start off a little bit, uh, not necessarily with that, but I want to give a a little explanation of where this all came from. Um, so I spent a lot of time with the with the with the youth group, right? And um, so Beth, the director, the youth ministry director, um, God gives her some really cool uh, modern day parables that explain Bible verses, so that the kids can understand. You know, it's a, they're just they're they're really cool. And uh, and and uh, so anyway, she shared one recently that I really, really like, and it's about, uh, it, it explains the verse that we've all heard, you reap what you sow, right? Uh, modern day philosophy and other religions might call it karma, whatever you want to call it. I don't care, but it's called reaping what you sow, all right? So there's a really cool uh, parable that God gave uh, Beth about it, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you guys the parable, and, uh, and hopefully... I don't miss anything out super important uh, about it. But um, anyway, so here we go. So there's this kid, right? This kid, this, when I say kid, this guy, he's in his 20s or so, young guy. He's got a family. He just bought his, his first house in a neighborhood with a yard and all that kind of stuff, right? The American dream. And he's all excited, right? Well, he moves into, the, he moves into this neighborhood, and one thing that he's excited about is having a really nice lawn, a really nice lawn, you know, some, some grass, some good sod, whatever. And uh, so he decides that he's going to, he's going to see, he's not going to get sod, he's going to seed it, right? He's going to seed this lawn and he's going to make it look awesome. So he looks around at some of the other neighbors and sees what they're throwing out. And he's just, he, so he's, he goes to one neighbor, he goes to this other neighbor and he, he kind of, just was like, well, I'm going to see what they're throwing out, and I'm going to get that, and I'm just going to throw that out. So he gets, he goes to Lowe's, Home Depot, whatever. We, uh, the gathering is not partial to either one, but he goes to whichever hardware store you want to call it, uh, um, and he buys seed for his lawn, right? So he goes and buys a bunch of seed. He's over there. He starts starts unpacking it, and his dad pulls up, right? His dad's, you know, your classic old timer. He comes up. And uh, and he looks at it, and he tells his son, he says, boy, that's the wrong kind of seed for your lawn. He's like, well, Dad, what are you talking about? He said, well, this soil 
is a specific soil. You want to have certain grasses for certain types of soil. I'm not a grass guy, and so I don't understand it Also, whatever. Anyways, if, 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 if I'm like breaking the, the rules of grass and all that kind of stuff, forgive me. But anyway, so he's like, boy, this is the wrong kind of seed for this soil. He says, what's going to happen is you're going to plant all this seed, and you're just going to have a, gra- a, a lawn full of weeds. And he's like, well, Dad, that's what my neighbors are doing. And, and you know, they're, 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 their grass is starting to grow. It looks okay. He said, yeah, it might look good now. He said, but later on, he said, their, their yard's going to be full of weeds. He was like, you know, typical young guy. He's like, man, Dad, you don't know what you're talking about. I'm going to use this seed because I already bought it. This is what my neighbors are doing. This is what everybody else is doing, so I'm going to do it too. So he throws out a seed. He gets his little pusher things. I remember being a kid and watching that thing spin out seeds. That was one of the coolest things to watch as a you know little five-year-old. Anyway, so he's pushing that thing around, gets his whole yard all spread with seed. And it starts growing up. It looks okay, like the rest of his neighbors. Well, two months later, there's weeds everywhere. Everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. And, uh, and the dad came over. And his son saw him. Pull, the son saw the dad pull up. He's like, "Oh Lord, here it comes!" And his dad pulls up. He says, "See, boy, I told you. He said this is the wrong kind of seed. He's like, you got weeds everywhere." And he was like, "Yeah, I know." He said, "But you know what? Maybe, it, maybe it'll, maybe it'll just go away." He said, "We'll just, we'll just give it some time. It'll go away. Don't worry, Dad. I'll just keep put. I'll just keep throwing this seed out. And uh, you know, I'm going to stick with this seed because it's going to be all right. We're just going to throw it out." Some more time goes by. And it doesn't get any, any better. It actually just gets worse and worse and worse and worse and worse. He's got those little, like, clover things all over and all the little things. What are they called, Lottie? What are they, what? Dandelions. Sure, yeah, dandelions. It's got dandelions everywhere. I like dandelions. I think they're pretty. But anyways, it's got dandelions everywhere. You know, and then you get, it's just, it's just not great. He wanted just one grass and just looking good, you know, like a, like a soccer field or whatever. And, uh. And so his, his, his yard was just full of weeds, and he was all bummed out. He's like, what in the world's going on? And so his dad came over another time, and, and, uh, and, he, and his dad didn't say anything this time. And, uh, and so then the, the son was like, Dad, he's like, my lawn's full of weeds. <laughs> he's like, yeah, I know, boy. I told you not to put that seed down. And, uh, and so he was like, Dad, I, I need some help. What do I do? He said, I got, I got, I got, my, my lawn is just full of weeds. I don't know what to do. And his dad was like, don't worry, boy. He's like, I know what to do. He said, but it's going to take some time. He said, you can't just have a yard full of weeds and just tomorrow they're gone. It's going to take some time. We got to take care of it. It's going to, we're going to have to put this down and we're going to have to do this and that and that. And I'm not going to pretend like I know what I'm talking about again. So anyways, you got to do all this. He's like, it's going to take some time, but you got to be patient. You got to be diligent. And you and, and and we're gonna make it happen. And you're gonna have a nice yard after, you know. And so, man, they spent a ton of time. I mean, it took it took a long time. I remember my dad battling his grass, and uh, it was funny getting like dry spots and all this kind of stuff. But anyways, so, <clears throat> um, Dad, you did a good job, by the way. I know you're listening. So, our lawn was awesome growing up. Anyway, so, <laughs> so. Uh, it took time, you know, it took, it took over a year to get his, his grass looking good. And they finally got it right. You know, they got the right seed for the right soil. He was using the right fertilizer. He was using all the right stuff, and it was finally good. All right? 
So what, what in the world does that mean? What does that mean? All right, so what that means is, and we'll read the verse, and then we'll explain it. So it comes out of Galatians 6, 7 through 10. And we're going to have it up here so you don't have to cheat and open up your Bible. Don't be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever a person sows, he will also reap, because the one who sows to his flesh will reap destruction from flesh. But the one who sows to the Spirit will reap eternal life from the Spirit. Let us not get tired of doing good, for we will reap at the proper time if we don't give up. Therefore, as we have opportunity, let us work for the good of all, especially those who belong to the household of faith. All right? So we reap what we sow. We reap what we sow. So if we're throwing out seed that's bad seed, guess what we're going to get? We're going to get bad grass. We're going to get bad grass. We're going to get a, a, a lawn full of weeds. And so how this explained, and it explains to adults too, because, man, some, sometimes you get to an adult, you've been throwing out bad seeds your whole life, right? You've been throwing out seeds your whole life. And then you get to a certain point, and you're like, man, my life's a wreck. And I remember, you know, thankfully, I kind of realized that when I was about 25, I was like, man, my life's a wreck. I, it, it, it's, it has no meaning. It's, it's not point. It's, it has no purpose. And, uh, but sometimes people go through their whole lives. And so one of the things we try as, as youth leaders to explain to, to the kids is that you've got to throw out the good seeds now. You've got to make sure you're, you're putting out the right stuff now so that you don't have to be like the kid that bought his house threw down a bunch of seed, not, not paying attention, just doing what everybody else was doing because that was the cool thing to do or, you know, just going with the flow, whatever. And then you end up with a, with a, with a lawn full of, of, of weeds and then you got to spend what seems like an eternity or a lifetime getting rid of all those weeds, right? Once you have a yard full of weeds or a life full of weeds, man, it's hard to get rid of them sometimes, right? It's hard to get rid of them sometimes. And so, that's one challenge for us this morning is for, for us to kind, of, to kind of analyze our lives, right? Does our, do we feel like we got a lot of weeds in our, life, in our lives? And if we do, maybe we need to take a look at what seeds we're throwing down. Are you using good seed or are you using bad seed? And the good seed is... The one who sows to the Spirit will reap eternal life from the Spirit. Right? So we gotta so we gotta throw down seed that comes from God, that comes from the Holy Spirit, right? Alright. So I'm gonna flip a coin. Alright, because that's that kind of explains where I'm going today. So the parable was about the kid throwing down bad seed, right? Alright. But what happens if you're throwing down good seed? And and, and, and it hits the fan. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, growing up, one of my favorite movies was uh, Forrest Gump. Anybody else like Forrest Gump? I love Forrest Gump. That was my favorite. I'm, I've probably seen Forrest Gump, I, I don't even know, probably a hundred times. That was one of my one of my favorite movies. Anyways, y'all remember when he was running down the road, he went on his run, and he's running, and he steps in some, some poop, and the guy's like, man, you just stepped in a huge pile of... And he was like, It happens. And uh, and then he made a shirt, right? And it was, it happens. And uh, and so, anyways, like it—that's the truth, right? It happens. Uh, 
poop in your life is going to happen. No matter what you do, no matter how hard you try, it's going to happen, right? That's the truth of it. So, how I'm going to relate this to the yard is, all right, well, let's say you're throwing down good seed, right? It's like, all right, well, I got, I got the Saturday off. I'm going to go and I'm going to throw some seed out in my yard. And then that afternoon or that next morning, a torrential downfall. You weren't expecting it. Summer storm of the year. You came out of nowhere. All your seed washes away, right? Has anybody ever heard that happen? I haven't because I've never seeded a yard, but I've seen it happen. And what happens is all the seed gets piled up over here, and then you got some good lawn, and then you got some bad lawn, and then whatever. <clears throat> and so, does that ever happen to you guys? Does it ever happen to you where you're, you feel like you're doing everything that you should be doing? You're throwing out the good seed, right? And then here comes the storm, washes the seed away. Or maybe you're throwing out good seed, and then wind, like the wind does, wind picks up, carries dandelion little things. You know, those, those are the things you blow on, right? And, and that's a dandelion, isn't it? Yeah. So the wind picks that up, right? That's how God made it to, to, to go places, is the wind blows it, and then it goes over. So no matter how hard you try, you're not gonna, it's impossible unless you put up some kind of bubble. And as Christians, we're not supposed to stay in bubbles. But uh, you put up some bubble in your yard so you can't get dandelion seeds to blow in your yard, right? So you do all you can to keep your grass and sow good seed, but you keep getting dandelion seeds in your yard because you can't, you can't help it. It's going to happen. So they pop up, right? So then what do you do? What do you do when that stuff happens? Well, <laughs> what is it called? What? Masa Magazine. I don't know. Something like that. So you, there, there's something that you do, right? There's, there's, there's something that you have to put down. And well, you know what? Like, I don't know. I've heard people call it weed and feed. So you, you, you got to put down some weed and feed. Well, guess who's our weed and feed? God. God's our weed and feed. So um, the question is, where do you run when it goes wrong? Right? Because it's going to happen. Things are going to go wrong in your life. Where are you running when things go wrong? And Psalm, Psalm 46, 1 says, God is our refuge and strength, a helper who is always found in times of trouble. So where are you running when, when, when things go wrong? It's, it's really easy to just give up, right? Spend all the time putting seed down. You do all the right things. Check all the boxes, right? And then here it all comes, and it seems like it all—it was all—it seems like it was just all for nothing, right? Nick was talking about working at Gideon and putting up prayer cards and doing all these things, right? He's throwing out good seed, but it seemed like nothing was—you know—just seemed like nothing was happening. It's that kind of thing. Like, where where are you going? Like, what do you do when it's all going wrong or when it seems like nothing's going right? And the challenge is for you to think about that. Where are you going? Well, guess what? If you're not going to God, then it's going to be just like what Nick was talking about. Nothing's going to happen. If you have your yard, you throw out good seeds, the storm comes, washes all the seed away, and then you sit by and do nothing, and be like, well, I tried, there it is. Are you going to have a good lawn after that? Unless you do anything? No. Nope. You're not. And... So you got to do something. You got to go to God. You got to be persistent. 
And that leads us to our next point. Don't give up. You can't give up. If you give up, guess what's going to happen? Nothing. Nothing. I just got, uh, we just got, well, not just. It seems like, seems like uh, time flies when you're having fun, right? So after, after the Rona happened, uh, we, <laughs> I somehow convinced my wife to get video games in her house. And it was the best decision I ever made. Uh, probably the worst she ever made. But anyway, so I got video games in my house. I grew up playing video games, and I love them. But anyway, so, you know, I got my, I'm playing with, I like playing video games with my kids. It's one of my favorite things to do with them. It's not all we do, but, yeah, he's going to be a gamer. I know it. Um, so, we'll be playing a certain game, and, and, and in video games, it's challenging, right? It's supposed to be hard. And so, the tendency with my kids since they're real young, is you'll, you'll try a certain, late, a certain stage or a certain thing like a couple of times, and you can't do it, and so you're like, I can't get it, I'm done, I'm out. But, you know, but me, like, part of it's my personality. Like, if I can't get something, i got to keep doing it and doing it and doing it. I'll spend, I'll spend forever doing it until I get it done, and that's just how I am. But, but that's the same thing, right? If you, and, and, I, and it's actually a really good teaching moment for my kids, and it's like, hey, We've tried this three or four times, and it's not working, but we're getting really close. We're getting so close. And they're like, well, but it's, we're never going to get it. I'm like, well, you know what? What's going to happen in your life? And I, it was really cool. I got to, my, my nine-year-old, I got to say, buddy, what's going to happen if you treat your life like this video game? And every time that something gets hard, and every time you fail, you quit. I said, what's going to happen? He said, nothing. I said, exactly. It's like, you're never going to accomplish anything in your life if you quit every time you don't do it. So it was really cool. My nine-year-old got it. And I was like, all right, buddy. High five. Anyway, so don't, don't give up. James 1, 2 through 4. This is one of my favorite verses in the Bible. Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kind. Wait, what? Consider it pure joy when you face trials. That sounds weird, right? Consider it pure joy when you face trials. Why, why would I consider it pure joy when I face trials? In verse 3, because you know that the testing of your faith pr produces perseverance, let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. So consider it joy when, you, when you're faced with trials. That sounds crazy at first, but then you think about it just like a video game or whatever, like some, anything that's hard, once you finally like get it done and, 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 you, and you get it, you're like, Yes! You know, like when you finally beat that level on, you know, Mario or whatever game you're playing, and you've tried it a thousand times and you finally get it, man, it's like, I don't know, it's just like, we landed on the moon! That was a Dumb and Dumber quote, by the way. Um, <laughs> we, uh, you know, it's like, it's like victory, you know what I mean? It's like the best thing just happened that will ever happen in your entire life. So consider it pure joy when you're faced with trials because that gives you the opportunity to, to show what you're made of, to show what, your faith, our, what, show what our faith is made of, to really show what God is made of. Because when we're tested with, with trials, just like the yard that seems like we just can't get it right, if we're persistent with it, and it's going to produce all kinds of good stuff in it. It's going to make us mature. And four, let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature, complete, and lacking nothing. I don't know about you guys, but I want to mature. I want to get to the point to where 
I am lacking nothing. You know what I mean? I don't know about y'all, but I don't like I don't like being vulnerable. I don't like not knowing what I'm doing. That's a, that's a scary place to be, right? It's a scary place to not know what you're doing or know what to do and all that kind of stuff. But uh, I knew I was going to do that. And, uh, and so the challenge is, is what's your tendency to give up, to just give up on things, right? I have, a, I have a saying that I say with my kids all the time. We're not giver-uppers. My family, the guys, we're not giver-uppers. We're not quitters. We don't do that. That's not what we do. And I want to teach that, and I want to instill that into my kids so that they will just keep persevering and keep moving and keep moving. Because you know what? It's going to hit the fan a lot in our lives, right? Hopefully not every day. Sometimes it feels like every day. But, uh, but you know what? It's... Uh, it'll all be okay. Because, like the psalm said, God is our refuge and our strength. So, all right, well, what do we do? We're not going to give up. So what do we do? Well, you got to keep throwing out good seed. That's what you got to keep on doing. If you have a yard that you can't get right and the water keeps blowing away the seed or you keep getting dandelions in it, or whatever you got to you got to keep throwing out good seed you got to keep putting the the meth of something wise's steen in there and uh you know whatever the weed and feed and you got you got to keep doing that right or else guess what's going to happen nothing so you got to keep doing it and and that's what we have to do in our lives we have to keep throwing out that good seed we can't grow weary we can't just stop being the people that God called us to be. As Isaiah 40, 31 says, But those who trust in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not become weary. They will walk and not faint. That's some cool stuff, right? I think it is. Those who trust in the Lord will renew their strength. How many times after a battle or something that you go through, you're just like, you feel defeated? Right? It's all gone. It's like, well, I have nowhere to go now. I'm done. The promise is that God will renew your strength. You know? I don't know how many people are in it. I'm judging by this group. Maybe some people over here are in the anime. <laughs> Maybe somebody in TV lands in anime. Right? We're going all over the place this morning, so I apologize. Anyways, we've gone from Forrest Gump to anime to video games. We'll go somewhere else before it's over, too. Don't worry. All right. So anime. All right. Also, when I was a kid, I loved Dragon Ball Z. I love Dragon Ball Z. Y'all might say Dragon Ball's the devil. Well, that's what I watched when I was a kid, okay? So forgive me. I like Dragon Ball Z. And so the cool thing is, like, how are you going to relate to this to the Bible? Well, so it's all about these guys are like fighters, right? They can fly. They can shoot fireballs. They do the... Kamehameha thing, and uh, but anyway, so what happens is, is these guys, whenever they 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 either they have these magic things that can bring them back to life if they died or whatever. But anyways, after a battle, they would if they lost and they got depleted, as soon as they recovered their strength, that's right. As soon as they recovered their strength, they had these little bean things that they could take, and then all of a sudden. All their strength and energy is back. And like it was there's a magical being. I think they called it a sensu being, maybe. I don't know. 
Um, so you take that thing, and then once they got their strength renewed, man, they were more powerful than they were before. Like, not just a little bit, but like tenfold. You know what I mean? They took that thing, and pff, they were good. Well, that's kind of like how it can be in our lives, right? If we allow God to renew our strength, how many testimonies in your personal life can you remember that you went through a tough time and you let God renew your strength instead of trying to renew it yourself, and then you came out tenfold stronger, right? And it's not because you did anything, because then you can look back on your life and you, when you tried to take care of it, what happened? Maybe, maybe you... Maybe you crawled out of that hole, you know, by yourself. But God renews your strength. He renews it, makes it better than it was before. Those who trust in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. One of my favorite birds, animals in the whole world is a pelican. I know it's not an eagle, but whatever. For me, it says they will soar on wings like pelicans. So they will soar on wings like eagles. I love watching pelicans just... Glide. If you, I don't know if y'all ever watch them. I like to surf too, but you watch them soar and they get the draft on the wave and they they surf. Man, it's pretty rad. But they just surf and they cruise, and then sometimes hurricane swell takes them out and they would get washed on the beach. But anyways, and then they're like, "Whoa, what happened?" But uh, it's cool, man. It's just to watch them, right? A bird. It's you just you just feel like birds are carefree. They're just cruising around. Well, that's what God does for us. He can even though we're going through our stuff. We can be like the pelicans or the eagles or the birds or, you know, whatever avionic thing makes you feel good. We can be like the eagles. We'll run and not become weary. That's a cool one too, run and not become weary, right? So no matter what trial you're going through, you can go through that and not be weary, not be scared that you're going to fail. Not be scared of all the ifs, ands, or buts. The what ifs. Right? That happens a lot, right? Nick was talking about that this morning too. Like, God tells you to do something or there's something you want to do and then you're scared. you got all these what ifs going through your brain. What if this happens? What if that happens? What if this happens? And you don't do anything. Guess what's going to happen? Nothing. We can run and not become weary. We can walk and not faint. That's some cool stuff. And so where I believe God had was speaking to me about, and it's, it's interesting because this was actually kind of something that, I, that was going through my brain to share with the, with, the, with the teenagers. And then this was an impromptu time for me to come share with you guys. And when I was asking God what He wanted me to talk about, it was just, well, He was like, share what you were going to, talk to the kids about it. Okay, cool. So, what I, the challenge is with us is well, what, okay, we, we've heard all this and, we, and, and we've hopefully God has spoken to you through this like how He's spoken to me. Well, what do we do with it now? Right? Every day we have the choice to, to throw out good seed or to throw out bad seed. We have the choice to, if, if we are throwing out good seed and it seems like we're getting a lot of adversity, whatever, we have the choice to give up. We have the choice to do all kinds of different things. But we also have the choices to keep throwing out good seed. Just keep doing what God has told us to do. 
And so the challenge for you guys is like, are you doing that? Are you making that choice every day to take up your cross and follow Jesus? And if you're not, then I would make that challenge for you to do that. Um, Maybe you've never done that before, right? Maybe you've lived your whole life like the kid throwing out bad seed, and maybe you've got a, a lawn full of weeds. Well, I know from my experience that God is the only one that can take those weeds away and make them go away for good. And he can make us have a he can have he can make us have a nice lawn. But we gotta put our trust in him and we gotta do what he tells us to do. And then and then the other challenge is is it's, it's, it, I'm sorry, I just got uh I just got side swiped. But uh so what are you guys gonna do when adversity hits? What are you gonna do? And I am going to choose to keep throwing out good seed. That's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna take hold of all these promises. I'm gonna make God my refuge. I'm gonna run to Him. Where do you run when it goes wrong? I'm gonna run to God. I'm not gonna give up. When it seems like you can't make headway and you're you're just treading water, I'm not gonna give up. And I'm gonna keep continuing to throw out good seed. So what are you guys gonna do? That's something you gotta make decision for yourself. So let's pray. And then we'll go out and we'll throw out some good seed. God, I thank you um, for being our weed and feed. <laughs> God, our life sometimes seems like a disaster. Uh, seems like we got a lot going on. Anxiety's high. Um, you know, it seems like sometimes we're getting hit from all sides. And, uh, and, and, and really, we're, we're helpless without you. Um, and God, I just pray that we can, we can just immediately run to you when we're in, we're, we're in trouble. When we see weeds popping up in our lives, right away we'll run to you. We won't try and take care of it ourselves. We'll let you be our refuge. And God, I, I pray that we will not give up. God, help us to, to have strength pray that we will put our full trust in you to renew our strength every day so that every day we can be the people that you called us to be. And God, just help us to to be obedient in that and, and to just throw out good seed every day. Just do what you have told us to do and talk to the people that you want us to talk to about and pray for the people that you want us to pray for and help the people that need help. And just help us to be your hands and your feet. And, uh, and to not grow weary. And, uh, and we love you. In Jesus' name, amen.